This is The Drive with A.D. and Raf on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Tuesday. Nebraska baseball. Done for the year. Over. I mean... We didn't get to we didn't get to talk on Saturday morning. Just an incredibly uh, incredible performance by Will Walsh on Friday. Oh yeah, night. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the Will Walsh complete game shutout was. You, I mean, you gave Nebraska a chance, right? We talked yeah, about the pitching yeah. so much. You gave Nebraska a chance to compete on Saturday, and unfortunately, they fall four to zero on Saturday, or four to two, four to two, four to two. Mm. They on almost Saturday. Max Anderson almost yeah brought it to life there yeah. for a second. And that that nine p.m. if necessary game was going to be electric if <clears throat> Nebraska could have gotten there because that would have given people enough time to be like, you know what, let's make a trip, let's go down mm-hmm. and support, let's make a trip. Well, Max Anderson, Bill, you know, obviously Will Walsh, I almost said Bill Walsh, Bill, <laughs> Bill Walsh, show my age. They're both named to the 2023 Big Ten uh, Baseball All-Tournament mm-hmm. team. Um, Anderson hit uh, 444 at the tournament. Um, eight hits in four games. Um, when I see Junior, but we know he's gone. You know, Mac Anderson's gone, yeah. of course, of Bryce. Uh, he's going to be gone as well. Walsh went 2-0 in 10.2 innings of work in the tournament. Walsh posted a, uh, a .00 ERA and eight strikeouts while on just five hits. Um yeah, I, let me ask you guys, man. And I want to put this out to the text line, too. I'm going to read some more of your texts of the weekend. Um, was this season a a stepping stone or a, or a, stone, in the, a, stone, in, uh, a stone in the shin, I would say? What would you say? Go ahead, Raph. Stepping stone uh, or, you, or kicking uh, the shin? Because I, I, I know my answer. I want to think that it's a stepping stone, but unfortunately I think the people that we're going to lose are going to be back in the same situation I think again next year. You're going, to have to, you're going to have to find a few hitters and you're going to have to find some pitching. So I, unfortunately I think it's not a stepping stone. So the way I look at this here, um, I, I'm similar. because So just going through the roster, you're going to lose Max, Bryce, Emmett and Jace Kaminska to the draft. Mm-hmm. Kaminska maybe get maybe gets drafted. He's the question mark. You're going to lose Charlie Fisher, Garza, Shea Shanneman, Casey Burnham, Jake Buns, Kyle Perry, Griffin Everett, Efri Cervantes, Mason Ornelas, and Luke Sartori to graduation. Yeah, and that's not even counting so, the old transfer portal. There are 42 guys on the roster. There's 14 of those that I just named right there. Normally, I mean, just just baseball teams in general will probably cut, you know, close to double-digit guys, five to ten guys, wherever somewhere in that number. You have to replace your first baseman, your second baseman, your shortstop, your center fielder, your Friday night starting pitcher, your Saturday night starting pitcher, three quality relievers, your backup third baseman, backup catcher, and backup infielder. That that's what you have to replace now. Now, obviously, through the transfer portal, we've seen it. They have also have a talented recruiting class coming in, mm-hmm. but a lot of new guys. Yeah, a lot of new guys. Nebraska's already found their next starting shortstop in Dylan Carey. He's going to make the transition from third base to shortstop um, next year. But 
I looked at I look at this season as a gi- ginormous missed opportunity. True. Way you th- too you, much you, you think about guys back in 2021 when Nebraska um, won the Big Ten regular season championship, and they had one second round pick on their team, and it was Spencer Schwellenbach. One one had a lot of experience around him, but one one second round pick. Mm-hmm. Those just don't grow on trees, yeah. especially in the Big Ten, right? And now you had two. And you're not playing in a regional. Yeah, that's... And so, and, and it's not, you're not playing, not because you didn't have a, a, a quality performance in the Big Ten Conference, but you're not playing because there were so many midweek games and exactly. so many bad losses yeah. that absolutely butchered your RPI that by the end of the season, you had no hope yeah. other than just winning the tournament. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's I, I look at it as a missed opportunity. Now, once again, they have a lot of good they have a lot of good recruits coming in, um, but as you said, transfer portal, as you guys know, yeah. can help out, but it also can yeah, hinder could you be because because like, yeah. you could also have guys four or five enter. guys that decide they don't want to be here. You no could more. also have a lot of your younger guys that you were banking on being here next year decide to move on. Yeah, and so you know <clears throat> exit meetings. Now, one thing I will say, Will Bolt said this on. Um, Saturday, if I can, if I can pull up my quote, the quote here again, he said among the to do's and, uh, or I, uh, th- among the things to do ahead for Nebraska is build better pitching depth mm. and a deeper roster, allowing for more position player rest. Um, Bolt said this quote, rest assured, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that we get to that point. I don't know if that means coaching changes I don't know what that means. Um, I would expect maybe some changes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, maybe the same guys are there, but a shuffle of roles. I, I don't know what I don't know what to expect. Yeah. So, you know, it's um, Walsh became the first player in program history to toss a complete game shutout. Yep. You know, um, with that being said. And you can hear Will Bolt. Just even that that comment there. Um, I think everything's on the table. Oh yeah. I think everything's on the table um, from coaches to obviously roster change. That's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Um, that's going to happen. Um, Elise in Illinois says the season was more frustration about frustration disappointment. Uh, Sanderson says. Uh, definitely a kick in the shin, UNO, Creighton, North Dakota State, South Dakota State. You can't lose to those teams consistently and have a good season. You just and, and Sanders is right on. It's like what you've said, Nick and Raph, you've said, and those are the text line. Those and we were saying this two months ago. Those mid those midweek games will come back and bite you in the tail. And for and it puts you in a position to where you you have no uh uh um you have no wiggle room. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. You have, you have to go in and win the Big Ten tournament just to get in. Yep. You know, Maryland, some of those other teams, Iowa, I mean, they were playing with house money, you know. But it shows you their poise, though. They played like they had to win. Yeah. That That's what shows you the difference in programs at right at this point right now. Uh, and I, I would just even say top teams from other teams, you play like you still have to play to get in. Yeah. There's no, I'm just going to coach. Now, you may arrest a few pitchers, you know, which you have to do regardless if you're playing to get in or not. But – they just still played with a lot of poise. Those top teams yeah. still did. Nebraska, I guess, has to get to the point to where we don't have to win the whole dadgum thing to get into the tournament. And you do that 
One of the ways you do that, obviously, your, your pitching staff has got to improve. And number two, you don't lose to the teams that we just mentioned uh, earlier in the year and then wonder why your RPI is so low and then you have to do the almost unthinkable. Uh, or I can think, say unthinkable because they just won it a couple of years ago. But you have to do so much work just to get in. Well, and, and I think when you look at the Big Ten tournament, guys, I, after looking at the field of 64 for the, the NCAA regionals, I think I'm pretty sure Nebraska has only played four of the teams in the bracket, and against those teams, they're four and eight. Mm-hmm. And so, because I want they beat Vanderbilt once, they lost to Iowa three times, they went one and four against Maryland, and then two and one against Nichols State. So, with with that in mind, it goes back to this idea of you got to beef up your schedule when you're in the Big Ten, yeah. right? In the front, and Nebraska's done a better job of that. Nobody expected Ole Miss to just completely miss the tournament a year removed from their national championship win. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you play Vanderbilt once, which is great, but that's why you need to go play and and win or at least yeah. compete against San yeah. Diego. Or you can't come back from San Diego and be o three and one. Like you can't, you can't tie, you can't. So it's it's just super frustrating because you, you want to beef up your schedule in the in the front half, but part of being a Midwest team, I suppose, is that you're just maybe not ready or you're a little bit behind schedule when you're in the colder weather states. And so, how do you fix that? I don't know. I, I could also see potentially new facilities coming down the road for Nebraska. I think they need. Um, I I, th- I think that. When they went down to Arkansas in 2021, Will Bolt was not shy of like, okay, if, if Nebraska wants to be a, a national powerhouse or nationally respected in baseball yeah. and softball, right, because they're right there, it would make, it would make no, it would make so much sense just to combine them. Um, if then this, these are the type of facilities that we need. We need these SEC type of yep. facilities. Well, guys. Arkansas just announced plans for a ninety-eight million dollar baseball expansion. Yeah, and you like you look at Arkansas too, so, like. I went down to Arkansas probably probably 15, 16, 17 years ago, and Arkansas's facilities were what Nebraska's are right now. And yeah. since then, Arkansas has boom, 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 and kept on adding things and adding things, well, and Nebraska's been pretty much stagnant ever since they – what is the Erstad building or what? what is the – Well, it's the Gordon Complex. The Gordon, Gordon Complex, Gordon, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the Gordon, yeah. But what was – that's been probably like – six seven years yeah. ago since that and there's been nothing you know ever so yeah if you're going to be competitive you've got to especially being in the midwest you need indoor facilities because you can't get outside yeah. well i'm also i'm also curious like i don't know where they'll build them because I don't, I don't know if you just completely tear down the gordon i don't think you do that but i don't I, i'm not sure where where you build yeah. it i mean do you do you go into the parking lot over the right field fence but then but then you also have to make sure that it's convenient for your home dugout, right? Because you want clubhouse, you want all this stuff. Oh heck with it! Tear down PBA. Right, right. You need to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you want you want to have it convenient for all this, all these these things that you need it for. Yeah. So you don't want to have to walk from right field all the way to to your third base dugout every single yeah. time. So I I don't know. I, I think that that really kind of opened my eyes to the work Nebraska needs to do on both baseball and softball. Because out of the Big Ten programs, you're you're one of the more invested teams, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's you now Iowa and Maryland obviously is in it and Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe on a year to year basis, somebody might throw their name in the hat there too as well. But 
routinely Nebraska is one of the more more um, bought in baseball programs in the Big Ten Conference. So looking past the Big Ten and how do we get to national respect, a place also, here's the thing, Haymarket Parks and, and Hawksfield, not the newest place. No. Not mm-hmm. it, it needs some updating. Yeah. It needs a facelift. Um, you can still keep the roots, right? Yeah. Just provide a facelift. Why? Because w- when that one time comes or the, the, the one year happens where you're able to maybe host it and you're in that conversation, they're going to look at your facility. Yeah. They're going to look at your facilities. They're going to look at your downtown. You're going to look at their hotels. What are your accommodations? And say, all right, Nebraska Lincoln's got it locked up. They got how many hotels now with the Holiday Inn now now down there in the Haymarket? <laughs> mm-hmm. You have obviously the courtyard. You have the Hyatt Place. You have the grad. You have all these hotels. It's right off the interstate, so it's super accessible for folks to get into, and it's a nice, easy place to go watch a ball game. Yep. And so, I just think um, there, there's a couple things cosmetic wise that Nebraska may need to do, but you also got to win baseball games. What you just said, everything you both said is is right up is, is right on par. And then Nick, what you closed with with that was I was going to open with win games. Yeah. Because here's the reality. People are reluctant to open the, the checkbooks open 100%. when they see seasons that are kicking the shin. It's yep. kind of like, okay, so we give you more money for the same result? <laughs> you know, when people see them, people will get by. You think about this. We the, There's a reason why um, in 96, 97, 90, you started seeing those those huge scoreboards mm-hmm. added to the stadium. You started seeing – you started hearing uh, uh, stadium expansion. The facilities improved. Why? Because we won championships. Now, I'm not saying – well, it doesn't hurt. I'm not saying the Nebraska baseball team has to go back-to-back, no. you know, Big Ten champs or national champs. But you at least have to be in contention. Well, I, I think I think a perfect example is there, there was a pretty good crowd on, on what was it, Thursday night? On th- last Thursday night for the Maryland-Nebraska game that ended on a walk-off home run. That it was like, give this – and this is the same for every sport. Give this fan base an ounce of, of winning – yeah. And mm-hmm. they're going to show up in full Don't force. And somebody says on text line, "National respect." Maybe we have to start beating UNO first. And unknown texture. Unknown texture. Spot on. I get that. You can't lose but, to North Dakota State, South oh, Dakota absolutely. State. You know, uh, freaking UNO again. Um, you, you have to win those games for checkbooks to open up. I also think there is some ability, though, that with having facilities mm-hmm. and a cosmetic, like the things that people don't think matter. Yeah. That's those are the things that might put you in the conversation mm-hmm. for players that are are deciding yeah. between Vanderbilt, Arkansas, right. Nebraska, or, even, time, or time. because because right now they're going all right. Nebraska's in the Big Ten. These guys are in the SEC. Nebraska won't ever be able to do anything about being in the Big Ten conference. Yeah. So that's why you got to step up your game outside of that. Yeah, and say now no, once again, Nebraska and Lance Harvell, Will Bolt, they've done a fantastic job of getting recruits right. And they've also done a pretty pretty good job of developing the guys as well. Max Anderson, Bryce Matthews are two great examples of the plate with Lance Harvell. You have um, you have Kate Povich, who is now I mean dealing in the minor leagues mm-hmm. on the pitching staff. Um, obviously, Schwellenbach was a good one as well. So like, you look at these things that Nebraska can control, mm-hmm. and it's it's obviously winning. I get that, but past the winning. Because that's just such an easy answer at times. It's facilities. It's just being able to compete, and also being willing to make changes when you need to. Right? As from a coach, we yeah. saw it with Fred Hoiberg and the men's basketball team. Mm-hmm. Got to be. You can't be stubborn in your ways. We've seen it both hands. Think yeah. about that, guys. We've seen it both sides of that. 
with uh, the football team won one, one side. It. We've seen it football yeah. uh, and basketball. Yeah, but football was, was too stubborn to change, yeah. and basketball was, okay, we're, we're going to try right. this one thing that does not fit right. at all. Yeah. And one of the coaches is still here. So, yeah, it, there's a, there's going to be a lot of off uh, season changes that'll take place in Nebraska uh, to hopefully get them set up pretty soon. Uh, not pretty soon, next year. Uh, to less k- kicks in the shin. I mean, yeah. that that it's just such a deflator to your season when you go back and analyze everything 100%. and you look at that. You know what could have been. Yep. You know, but yeah. aren't we tired of saying what could have been? Yes. You know, unknown texture just uh, put on there. It just goes. You know, the baseball team. Uh, was was the last hope of men's sports that were supposed to be really good this year, and you know I did. You look across the spectrum, and and if you're Trevor, you're thinking, okay, we'll see, we're on this juggernaut with football to see what happens. Basketball, we're still seeing what's going to happen. Now, baseball is similar to a similar position, you know. Yeah. So that's why we listen. That's why we watch. Yeah. That's sure. why we're on the radio as well, folks. We'll be back with some uh, with some history, some Oscar talk, NBA, NFL as well. We got Nick in the house, Raph in the house, AD's here. We are on the ticket. Be right back.